Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. And today is a special one. It's a very, very special one. You know, you have people who are your, you know, day ones, you know what I'm saying? Who was there on your first day out. Well, this is somebody for me and to me. They was there when I was still in the bid. You know what I'm saying? They was there before the first day. I ain't never been to jail, but it's, it, it's a good reference and it means a lot to me to put it on on that thick. You feel me? I have great, great personal friend and, you know, supporter of, of the podcast, friend of the pod, friend of life, friend in life, sister in life. I have Janice Brewer here with me, who is a, a playlistista. Is that the best way? Like the play, playlist <laughs> aficionado. A former and she, former uh, music uh, artist manager. I'm not sure if you're gonna ever like put your shoes or put that hat on ever again. And uh, <laughs> connoisseur of a lot of the finer things. She's certainly my voice of reason and a person I lean on for so many things. So I was like, I gotta bring her on. I definitely want to make sure I utilize something that not only did she take some of her own time to study back in the Dizzy, but still spends a lot of energy talking and consuming music. You know what I'm saying? How you feeling, sis? You know, it's good. It's a beautiful day in Oakland, like I was telling you. Oak Town, yeah. For, as a matter of fact, 40, 40 Water just gave you another album. 40 it Water. It's good. It's decent. Opinion. I must say I don't know about everybody else, but that's my uncle. So yeah, that joint, that joint, <laughs> decent. I really want to try them uh, lumpias that he was talking about on the Breakfast oh Club. Oh <laughs> He made them sound good, and then the little he dude. Who, fire, so, but it's also normal out here. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't come know. Through. I gotta come through. It's the um. He had like a little dude with him. I think his name was Neff or something like that. Neff I think so. He's short with locks and, and facial tattoos. He, I think he has a couple, but you know, you probably know one of his songs. You remember that song, "Bitch I'm Big Timing," "Bitch I'm Bitch I'm Bitch I'm Big Timing." You remember the song? No. Oh my god. Okay, so it was when you get t- when you get done, I'll send you the song. Yeah, send me some Neff. He seemed cool. Like he seemed like pretty decent. And um, he was just talking about his album and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and but he was it was a good good interview, great interview. But first, let's start with the Twitter chat. All right, okay. I'm checking in the Twitter. A lot of shit happened on Twitter, so it was a lot of things to choose from. Truthfully, <laughs> to choose from because it's forever something going viral. It's forever uh, just things happening. So, yeah. what I had to say to myself was like, what is the best thing to bring to Janice when it comes to this Twitter check-in shit, right? And I thought about something that occurred. Two things occurred. You have last, you what, a few weeks ago or last week or whatever, wasn't it, 19? There is an album that dropped that literally, ironically, is called The Gift, which I find to be uh, Beyonce (laughs) trolling the shit out of the Beehive and the rest of the world, like, here you are. I can only imagine what it was like to negotiate that deal to get like actual lines and like words from the movie into the album. And that's. 
That's a lot. They, of, she had to do that one interview. That's what she. She had. had they was like, what I, "You got to talk to us. One, you got to talk to to the people one time." When's the last time you seen something that Beyonce didn't release herself where she was interviewed? Give me an answer. Exactly. Drink your that water. woman. That woman got so much leverage. It's ridiculous. I swear. But I digress. She put out a song that she also uh, accompanied with a a challenge, or maybe people made the challenge up, and you know, just whatever. I feel like she started that though. I feel like she initiated or she at least allows it. Um, the brown skin girl challenge, right? Yes. Immediately it was because uh, you know, immediately it was kind of received in so many different ways. You know, we're mm-hmm. black. We're you know dismantling so many different things that we're discovering, being such as you know colorism and things like that. Beyonce certainly has been a person who has been like always uh, seen as like you know. Would she be there if she was brown skin? Like, I think it's definitely a constant uh, thing against her. Like, she works hard. She does all what she does and all these different things. But I think she certainly, you know, got into stepped into her pro blackness into a a whole new level and a whole new way. And I think it was a a good timing to do something like this. So Mm -hmm. my initial reaction, I'm going to say I'm going to say it like this. Talking through it. My initial reaction was like, okay, this is dope. I like this. I'm for this. I'm all about praising women in all different types of ways and all different shades, all different sizes, in any type of way. That is my program. That has been about my business. Hence, right. Henceforth, why I think it was either, I think it was Monday, Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday, I put out a question talking about like, what was y'all reaction to that? Reading it. I usually get at least a few responses for when I ask questions on my story on IG. That day, I got nothing. But I got one. I got one. <laughs> I got one from Rose. Shout out to Rose. And it was a she gave me a long thing. Like I can't even like okay. it was kind of long. But she that? broke down like why she don't understand why people were feeling, you know, so many ways about it. And right. that same day I also listened to a podcast that was about it was called uh T with Queen and Jay, which I enjoy their podcast. It's uh essentially about it's a it's a very like woke podcast that they're, they're both womanist. They're all they're always kind of like talking about the, you know, things that are recurring or things that need to be kind of addressed within, you know, current events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Given this, you know, very kind of like womanist, very specific angle to it. Right. So I'm listening to this. Right. Okay. And they break down because. OK, so one of the guests is brown skin like probably like dark skin the other one is like really really fair right okay so the brown skin host queen breaks down why she had a different reaction to this song than possibly more most people because a lot of people just got with it lupita put shouting it out uh you know everybody loving it so she says that she does not see this as a praise she doesn't see this as something that's like, you know, something that she feels like they have to do because she feels like it's uh like patronizing in a way, because she was like she said essentially like we you're telling us that we're beautiful and this that, and the third as if that's something that we need validation from, you know, other women who are not a part of that specific group or are not who don't have that aesthetic. Like, we need that of validation. Like, we need you Period. to say that. And it almost was uh, on the lines of how a lot of black people say what we what we say to white people when it comes to the work or the things that need to be done. 
You know, yeah. it's like don't hand out certain just generosities or certain, you know, pleasantries. Talk to other people who are perpetuating the thing that's like bad for us. That's like not good. And okay. I guess for me, I couldn't immediately agree with it. But also I'm a I'm a man. So I was like, I just got to marinate on this. But in my my whole thing was like, damn, I'm confused now. Because right. it's like, I literally just, after asking that question, I literally posted every single woman that I had uh, ever had on my show that was a brown-skinned woman on my story, thinking that I'm like, you know, joining in the challenge, doing, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. I've been about it. I, like, this go back That's years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so I'm like, okay, cool. That's what it is. Right. But I was so confused about it, though, because I was like, I get why we say it to white people and anybody outside of the race and things like that, because it is something that they not only benefit from, but it's not something. Yes. And it's something that they didn't, quote unquote, create, but they perpetuate on this on this hand, though, I guess for me, it's like these are still black women we're talking about. And those black women who just so happen to be fair did not create this system of colorism, but they're responsible in dismantling the thing that affects the people who are probably the most marginalized and are the victim of. So are you referring to just how we say, like, you know, if you're going to be an ally of black people, like, go ahead and help us. Like, you know, like, yeah, do your part. Like, you yeah. know, be a part of this, fight this fight with us. Like, yeah, fight this fight with us, but you got to, the biggest thing that you need to do is need to, like, talk laterally and not talk to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I guess I just didn't know how to take that. And I was like, I got to really marinate on this. And I was like, I wanted to know what you thought about it and what you thought about the reactions of all the things and like just how 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 that feels and what that is like. Because there's some people who are under the impression that they were being spoken to. It's like a lot of a lot of fair skinned women who are like, oh, I didn't think she wasn't talking to me. I I definitely. OK, I don't. First, just let me talk about myself. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that I'm light skinned, but I've been told I am. Wow. I think I'm. In, I think I'm in the middle. Yeah, it's it's light brown is but a thing. You know, <laughs> light brown is a thing. But, when you brown, you it starts to like, you know. Uh. When I heard, it, I have multiple feelings about the song. When I first heard the song, though, I thought it was beautiful. I think yeah. that it was great. I think that it it was a way to. Um, just highlight like women that are of a darker tone in general yeah. and so i didn't really take i didn't take from it too much and it didn't really impact me as much i'll say that much i thought that it wasn't a song for me i thought it was a song for my peers who had more melanin in their skin yeah um at the same time i also seen a lot like you were saying a lot of celebrities praise it i think i saw i don't know if you know who ashley blaine featherson is um she's on dear white people she plays joelle she plays Joel. Her oh, name is. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she said cute. that she broke down crying listening to the song, listening mm. to the song, because she felt like she was speaking to her and really just highlighting, like her beauty and her greatness. And I don't really think this is my thing. I don't believe that anybody really wants to sit there and just do it for the craze do it for fun mm -hmm. but i will say that like beyonce's really been on her black shit lately like and i i think that's just it like yeah. she wants to highlight black women and black people and her culture and that also involves those who may not be highlighted as much because when they talk uh when we discuss black people or when you see them showcase black people it's usually people who are probably lighter than me they yeah. probably <laughs> 
Like, yes. and they probably look a little ambiguous. So yes. for her to have done that, I think it was just her putting her foot forward saying, hey, everybody is beautiful, but this is where I want to highlight it at. And she was very particular about the women that she highlighted during that song. She was. And there was a certain, there was a level of melanin that she was referring to. She in was. My she was. But I don't think that she was patronizing anybody, and that's just my opinion. I think that it was a beautiful song. I think that I, I, I will say I am appalled about the people who responded negatively to it mm-hmm. who are light skinned. Yes. You saw that light skin girl? Oh. Yes. That, it literally made my like it just made my skin crawl because I'm just like, first off, if you really if you wanted that song to be for you, it still could be. You could be lighter and still get your braids your braids, girl. Like if that's what you wanted to do, you can still your skin can still look like pearls. Like that's fine. But for you to sit here and try and make it like you there's enough shine like let let people have their time but for you to sit here and be divisive and divide yourself like that was personally disgusting it was but when it going back to darker you know darker women who may have felt like the song wasn't for them or that the song was trying to play them out versus praising them and mm-hmm. just highlighting them for who they are I, I feel bad that that's how they feel i can't necessarily say the same because i'm not of a darker melanin tone but I, I would hope that it would be taken more as like, you know what, Beyonce having the platform that she has, highlighting the the tone of melanin that she did, I think that's awesome because not a lot of people highlight darker black women. And I think yes. that we should. And not even darker black women, just darker women in general. In There's general. darker Indian people. There's darker... And it, yell at me if you want to after this, but darker like Hispanic people. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people who are darker than me, darker yeah. than me, yeah. Dominicans, all kinds of stuff. Like, but for you, like for you to be highlighted, I think that's beautiful, and that's just me. That was my take on it. I thought that it was bomb. I thought it was a great, cute, like it was a cute little song to just be thankful for who you are and what yes. you are. I didn't take. I, I only took it with a grain of salt, though. <laughs> but I, I am disappointed of my sisters who are lighter who thought that it would be cute to do their rendition of their light skin girl version. Like, girl, sit down. Let, let everybody I, have it. Ma, I, that, now that's something I can say something about. Because I feel like the thing that they got to understand <laughs> is that shit is based in something that has nothing to do with them. Hello? And I, when, I, when I say that, it's it's outside of you. You are yeah. the You are the product. Colorism is the product of being close to whiteness. So it's not, you shouldn't see it as, you shouldn't, one, it's nasty as hell that you see yourself as better than or see yourself as being whatever, whatever, because that's what you're projecting to everybody. But you got to understand how this shit is inherently a thing that you cannot beat. You're only, you're only going to beat other black women in this quote unquote race to colorism. Because if there's a white woman in in your presence, she going to trump you in this whole thing that you think that you're trying to project and put out so if you do if you down them and demean them you're only doing the same thing that broke white people do that people who are disenfranchised or a part of a, pri- a privileged group but just so happen you in the same boat as us you in the same yeah. situation like you're still you're still a marginalized individual but just because you can have this one little one up and yeah, that's the one thing that you hold so like dear to you and and all those things because it, it does not matter that much it, ne- it never mattered that much 
And unfortunately, some women were raised to believe that they are um, and that that's all they can bring to the world. And yes. I mean, there's varied quotes where men have said that, you know, they would rather take a broke, like a busted light skinned woman versus like a beautiful, like, um, like just 10 out of 10 would recommend <laughs> darker woman. Because she's, because she's lighter, which is beyond me. But to bring it back to the song, I think that the song was beautiful. I don't think that she had... I, I, and this is, I cannot speak for her. I do not know her, obviously. But I don't think she had any ill intention. And then, of course, Beyonce's been on her black shit lately. So yeah. that's what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Because um, I was talking to Destiny about it, my girl. She was saying... Because I brought it to her and she immediately got like upset about it. And she literally, yeah, because it was just like, damn, like, why she take it? Like, when I told her about, no, when oh. I told her about what I just said to you about the podcast, okay. yeah, 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 she was yeah. immediately like, this type of way. And she was trying to, like, catch herself because she was just like, I can't tell a woman how to feel about something, especially a woman yeah. that's like, you know, that is brown skin or whatever. But mm-hmm. she was just like, I just feel like it's that's not what it is. That's, like, not what she meant or not like you know it can be a different way it can be whatever but it's like what did you want her to do like what what is the way to do that what is the best way to do that because somebody need to do something somebody should do something and it's like she has the biggest platform in the world and she brought she and, and then she also she ended it just by saying she was like she was like it's for the kids she was like i took it as it's something that's really for the yeah. children too yeah she was like she had blue on here and you see all these kids are the ones who are reacting to it a lot as well yeah like yeah it's a lot of grown folks who feel some type of way you know uh i forgot her real name what's her real name jolene Oh, uh, Ashley. No, Ashley. that's her character, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, Blake Feathers, yeah. yeah, and Ashley. So, yeah, the fact that it, it made her feel so good. Lupita, you know, felt really good. All these people felt the messaging, you know what I'm saying, and understood exactly what it was. And I see that, to me, she felt that way. But I genuinely be- believe it's a, like a culmination of just probably her own experience. She probably grew up being affirmed of what her skin looks like and she just doesn't feel like you gotta do that because it's like you acting like I don't know that I am or you need to tell me that I am to make me know that I am and it's like I don't think that's the impression and I don't think that we need to treat it as when white people misstep or overstep their bounds doing something that they think is charity or think is that when it's really patronizing as hell right right because it's like this is a black woman who had the right intentions and thought she was doing the right thing. And also, I can only imagine that because she has so many brown-skinned women around and probably on her exact team, when this whole ideal came out, then nobody disagreed. You know, it's Beyonce, so who gonna disagree with Beyonce? Hope, I don't know how the hell Beyonce can have some, 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 you know, some, some no men in there, you know. I hope she does. I believe she can pay for them, too. She can pay for some mm-hmm. no men. <laughs> like look I but tell it, you no I tell you no B for you know a good price <laughs> but I will say for it, at minimum it's a great step in the right direction and yeah. it can also open the doors for other people to move forward highlighting the greatness of black women yes. who who may be darker or just black women in general like in general. and just pushing it towards that direction whatever that looks like however that is and i hopefully hopefully somebody's been inspired by that and comes out with something i agree i think this um let's move on i think that's yeah, good I, i'm glad you said that because that was i just i definitely wanted to lay that down on somebody because i thought that was just interested in this interview. i would like to like to like to yeah. But 
to keep to keep it on music the topic the convo is about the kind of like the state of music and kind of how you consume music because i feel like there are consumers (laughs) who are just kind of like more lazier just kind of like you just give me whatever is out there or they just only kind of know the mainstream there's people who try their best to try to you know find their specific vibes they kind of stay in their genre and they just Mm -hmm. go with whatever they go and it goes deep as they want then you have people (laughs) like yourself <laughs> that goes everywhere. You do listen Thank to the suggestions that uh, if they give you a related track, uh, they're also on track or uh, um, a suggested playlist because of or whatever it may be. Um, mm-hmm. So because of that, I had to have you on to, to talk about the things. <laughs> but no, so. First, I want to talk about playlists because you make a lot of them, right? And I want I you to, I want, because I feel like the playlist has now kind of regained its uh, significance within like just popular culture and music culture. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. because of streaming, I feel like is because of streaming, it's made it now this vehicle for the success of whatever music or whatever it is that you're putting out because you can make yeah. it to certain playlists that are just forever on certain, you know, DSPs, or if you just so happen to just make it on a celebrity playlist or a influencers playlist, whatever it may be, that shit literally does help your shit. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to know, like, I guess, what do you believe is the power of kind of like playlisting and playlist and how have, how have you noticed artists utilizing that in any way? Um, I will say first that, Playlist plays a huge part, especially like going back to what you were saying when it comes to so many things dropping at one time. Like yep. I, I, I was um, looking at all the music that dropped this <laughs> this Friday, and I'm just like, who, how am I gonna like where, yep. where am I gonna start? Like, yep. what's, what's happen? But um, I think it helps for those lazy people, and then it also helps just like kind of reaffirm to those who may not know or who may need like that you know, cosine, if that makes sense. So um, I do, and this is like not to toot my own horn, but I do have people who literally ask me like, what did you think about so-and-so's project? Mm -hmm. Or like, I know you listened to such and such, what you thinking? And I I think that plays a lot into why a lot of people end up making playlists, like tastemakers. They're Mm -hmm. all, I think most people who make playlists are some version of a tastemaker. Like I'm interested, you know, my palette is, um, all consuming and I'm interested in high and low beats. I'm interested in different kind of vibes based off of my energy or based off of yeah. my, you know, my mood for the day. So that's kind of how I curate my stuff or just stuff that's constantly repeating. So I think it helps when it comes to the the lazier consumer who's just like, all right, give me what's hot. Let me see yeah. what playlist, you know, what's I the want to stay up playlist. to date. Yeah. Right. Like I want I want the latest and the greatest. I know Apple Music and Tidal and Spotify is all really good for putting out like the breaking new artists yep. or like hits. the latest hits top 100 you know what I mean so like really if you want to stay on trend I absolutely think that that makes such a big difference um, I'm trying to see what else can I say about that but when it comes to to playlists I think it also comes into like what do you think is going to fit you best Yeah. but what was the other question that you had for me Because I, I was like saying I'm- how do how do artists how have you noticed artists utilizing playlists Oh, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is my conspiracy. Yes. So I'm about 100% sure that most artists end up just putting their label mates. Consider that Atlantic is one of the biggest 
They winning labels. This shit. They got some. They got some players. Up they in winning okay? this shit right now. Um, I was about to say, but I think what happens is is that with you know like uh with different uh phrases and themes going on. For instance, this hot girl summer, hot boy summer situation. Yeah. Uh, let's shout out the last. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lukewarm <laughs> summer with Taylor Crenshaw. Check that out. You know what I'm saying? Check that out. Um, but with that coming out, I don't know if you saw even, and I guess kind of playing back into Twitter, that Future came out with a with hot, hot boy, boy summer, summer for Spotify. And I was dead. <laughs> Which was dead. clever marketing. It was it, like, I even though it's a troll, it's like this troll going to make, make money. It is. And then on top of that, also what makes it fun is because you get to supposedly hear what your favorite artist listens to right so it's it's like okay like you know i wonder like you know i love future but i wonder what 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 makes future rock like you know what i mean like what makes him say like what like when he riding in the car what he blasted like yes for you to be able to have that access i think it just also plays into like consumerism and like Mm. being closer to your artists and things of that sort yeah that's like even for for like Megan Thee Stallion, I think she's dropping her new song "Hot Girl Summer" on the second. Oh, it's gonna be a song. It's gonna be a song and a playlist. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if it was gonna be an album or not. No, 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 no. She said she's working anyway. We'll because I was like, that. damn, she about to give us an album, or because people no, was like she wa- speculating she was on, that she was on live with Nicki Minaj talking about it though. I peeped. I peeped. Yeah, I was about to say, but she she said she was just working on it, but she's dropping the song. She says right now. Right now, it's only Ty Dolla Sign on the song, but it's her and Ty Dolla Sign um, on the Hot Girl Summer song. And then she's dropping a playlist with Apple Music if she mm. hasn't already, but I believe she hasn't. Okay. Um, and I that'll think she be did. the whole thing. Yeah, but her like being, yeah, but her being a super relatable artist, being super relevant, I definitely want to hear what she knocking. Like, I definitely want to hear what she, what she playing. So I feel yes. like when it comes to... Um, when it comes to like artists being able to use playlists for themselves, one, I think it makes you closer to the artist or mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're closer to the artist because you're listening to what you would perceive to be their, you know, their likes, their favorites. But also plugging yourself in doesn't hurt none either. And it Word. also helps with streaming numbers. So Word. playing with that as well, like, you know, if you put one, two songs, you good to go, especially if it's like a repeatable uh, playlist. Like I know there's a couple of artist playlists that I still have that haven't been edited since maybe like a couple years ago and I'll still play that bad boy and mm-hmm. I'll still play the two songs they dropped on there and all mm-hmm. that does is help with the streaming sales because of course like you know I guess like playing into like analytics and, and streaming costs and things of that sort if you mm-hmm. put out a single and that single goes up to a certain extent when you put it if you put that same single onto your project yeah. it's automatically going to boost that album possibly into a status already so whether it be gold platinum i don't think i've ever seen anybody go into diamond off of a single um even though i think lil nas x might be on that yeah he probably is <laughs> but um yeah i think that it definitely helps so for you to be able to plug that in will assist with your numbers will assist with your sales ultimately assist with your with your pay so true true there's I, that on that i um I, you know what I imagine? The I haven't listened to the Hot Boy Summer one because I just feel like it's going to be mad ignorant. I imagine <laughs> that the playlist, you ever follow, do you follow uh, Desi Banks on Instagram? Um, I feel like I did. He's the one, he's the one who'll be doing videos with B. Simone in the car. First off, I love him. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I love him. The music that he plays. Him, I love him. He ignorant as The him. music that he plays. <laughs> When he, whenever he's doing hood dudes doing this, hood dudes do yes. this. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Hood boy, some the hot boy summer uh, playlist by 
future to sound right. like. He was like, hey, Parlay, Parlay, you up? Uh, you up? Okay. Uh. <laughs> like, all right, cool, cool. I, I imagine that's what it sounds like. But I digress. I think playlists are interesting as hell. I love hearing, you know, people within the industry talk about playlisting and how it's now become, you know, one of those things that people talk about along with charting, along with sales and things like that. Like, literally, are you getting on the placement on these, you know, on the landing pages of these, you know, on these like streaming sites and these streaming platforms? Are you going to be on these specific playlists? It's like now it's territory that people are striving for as artists. And um, I think streaming has done something really interesting to the industry as a whole. Oh, yes. I feel like it made it into more of kind of like the wild, wild west because there's mm-hmm. this kind of like there's now new unknowns. Like there was already a lot of unknowns when it came to just the music industry as a whole and just yeah. the music business because you were trying to figure out like I had uh, the episode that I had with uh, Nassan. He had came on and he was just talking about his own experiences and just talking about his perspective on just the music business. And he said something that was really deep. And he was just talking about like the difference between talent and, you know, that star power. Yeah. And I feel like so many people have to battle and deal with those different things because and so they really want every single thing that can literally give them some type of leverage and like Mm -hmm. push them on to doing whatever they're going to do. I do think it plays a lot on when it comes to consuming music. It's like you just said. A lot of shit came out. A lot of shit came out. Last year, I feel like, I'm surprised it wasn't a damn record for how much music came out just in 2018 alone. I swear it felt like every Friday of the whole damn year, there was like multiple projects coming out. It's people who shit I probably still ain't got to that I said I was going to get to Right. right now. You know what I'm saying? Just because, and then this year with the whole, I feel like Nipsey passing, was like kind of put a stop and a hold on everybody's music. It sure, it sure the hell did. Because I, I swear it was dry for like a good to, few months. What you gonna listen to? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like it was good and dry. Like everybody was just like, you know what? Let's just take the spring off and just get ready for you know late spring to summer because I feel like that was when a lot of things started to come back, come back out. Yeah. And um and like really hit and really just go the fuck up. And I I don't know. I guess to me. What I want to know about when it comes to the question I have for you when it comes to consuming music, right? Yeah. Is there is something that I always kind of find interesting when it comes to people within the industry. And they have this like, I think everybody always has this assumption that music gets worse. The older we are, the music gets worse that's out right now, right? That's what people try mm-hmm. to push. It's like, y'all ain't y'all ain't listening to what we had back in the day and so on and so forth. Don't be a grandma, y'all. Don't be a grandma. Yeah, don't be a grandma. <laughs> and I think for me, people like yourself are extremely good at really finding those, you know, beautiful things of today, of yesterday, that those sleepers, you know? And I always wonder, like, I guess kind of like how you go about kind of like finding these sleepers and kind of pushing these sleepers to other people, you know, like for instance, with chastity, you know, you just post chastity, you know what I'm saying? Great, great little, little post. You know what I'm saying? It got me, it hooked me, but I do think, uh, (laughs) there is something about kind of like people complaining about music, but I do believe that people just aren't doing the work to find the music. And I would love to know what you feel about those kind of like, assumptions being made and like how people should just change those things if they really wanted those things to be different 
for sure. I will say quick plug for my homegirl. Um, be sure to listen to Chastity, Not My Time. Uh, it's considered gospel Christian, but like it's a vibe. So listen. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, but when it comes to like consuming the music and listening to it, I mean, obviously your bigger artists are going to get that marketing, right? Like they're going to, they're going to be in your face. That's not a question. I think being able to find people who are a little bit off the grid or not necessarily like the most popular, it's, it will, it is going to take some time. Like you're not going to find. That's a talent. Like, like being ahead of shit, like anytime you were the person that, you knew Kendrick before everybody knew Kendrick. You knew such and such. You was listening to such and such deep into their shit. Like, that shit is a yeah. talent, you know? But yeah, that, that, go ahead. I I, wanted, I would like to say that I think I, I started doing this when I was super young, though. Yeah. Like, I, I think there was a weird formula to it even when I was younger, even though I think it was a little more accessible. But, like, when we had, like, LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we had, like, yeah. YouTube, and then it would jump to somebody's random song, mm-hmm. you know, MySpace, things of that sort. I think I kind of just like let that stick with me. You know what I mean? So I like let myself wander. I listen to the Pandoras. I jump into like, you know, I'll look, I look on Twitter and Instagram. I actually have people who send me stuff Mm -hmm. and will be like, you should check this out. And it'll just kind of like lead me into more things. But um, I think you really have to just know what you like. Like you have to be certain in what you care for, what you want to hear. And when it comes to like the music that's like too young or like they're not doing it the same, I, I want to say that when it comes to like pop and, and rap and hip hop right now, I think a lot of it is just what's repetitive, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. If you have the same four lines mm-hmm. for like two, three minutes, you already got a hit. Like if yeah. it's if it's able, if it, you have that much of a hook in yeah. your music and you just keep doing that same thing, obviously you're going to be popular, especially with the younger kids now because their attention span isn't necessarily there. And I will say that sometimes the grandparents are right. I mean, you have to consider they had songs that were like seven minutes long. Exactly. Okay, we now have songs that I, I think I literally saw a song that was like a minute and like 30 ish seconds. Yeah. And after that, everybody's like, all right, cool. Next. Like, and so you have to really have just an, an attention span for what people are saying and what's going on and not necessarily being so short short-minded about things and i think that's that's my big thing i don't think i have some crazy like concept on how i find music i literally just play stuff or i'll throw on a playlist or i'll throw like speaking of or i'll even throw on um i'll throw on pandora pandora is really good for it i'm like mm. i don't even know how many people use pandora yeah. <laughs> they got i feel like they got bought out by somebody like somebody bought them I didn't hear that. I think somebody bought Pandora. I don't can't remember. They might have just kept it as you know. They, we ain't gonna change nothing. But, but we I didn't hear anything now. about an acquired look. Now I gotta look into that. Yeah, look, <laughs> like, at, look into that. I may be wrong, but I feel like somebody merged or did something with Pandora. Yeah. But um, no, that's but a I good. Think, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think if you like, even if you know, if you're a big TV person and you notice that there's like a song in the background that you really like, I mean, there's a lot of different genius. I know when we were younger, it was like AZ lyrics, like, mm, stuff like that. That's um, real. But if Damn. you hear like a AZ line, that's re- yeah, like if you hear like a, a line or something, and you like really like what it's sounding like, and usually production is what people end up being attracted to first. Yeah. If you hear something like, look up that lyric and play the song. Like I'm really good for doing that. Like. I Song in the middle of a movie, I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You just made me think about something. When I was listening to that chance, I'm at the gym early today. Yeah. 
I'm, I, I remember I used to be so upset about this. I can't remember who the fuck started doing this. I feel like it might have been Kanye. I think Kanye might have. He might not have started it, but I feel like he popularized. I'm going to say that. What, and that's Netflix? no, that's oh. putting out an album and not and not having no. Uh, this is the name of the song featured such and such and this and that. Like, it's just no name, no features like listed. And on the big day, there's yeah. nobody's name next to nothing. I love it. And uh, Travis Scott's album was like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn near almost everybody's album be like that almost, like coming out. Unless they, usually if they're like newer artists, I feel like they'll give it to you. Give you those little, yeah. you know, bylines. But that's, oh, yeah, yeah, they give you those bylines. And like the Dreamville Project had to. You had to give us something. Fuck that. Yes. Too many fucking people. <laughs> um, but even still, it makes you do work with the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and to me, I think that goes into consuming it because like, I hear people who from come from an older way of thinking. They think about, they remember physical copies. They remember getting the yeah. book and like reading through the book, knowing who these First producers off. are, knowing those certain things. And I think that brought a different value to the project, even yeah. if you didn't like it, even right. if it was just okay, even if it's right. just a few songs on there that you know you're going to play. It still brought a different appreciation to just consuming music as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I bought that album. I might go back and listen to a few other, you know, whatever's. But, you know, it is what it is. You don't feel yeah. bad about what you just did because you right. put this work in. You feel like you earned it. And you know, there it is. And then for the joints that you really love and you done really did all the work, you know, who wrote it, you know, who's writers on it, you know, guitarist. And this, that, and the third, it brings this different uh, feeling and value to the music. And I think I love that people are doing it because with the uh, big ass, with Big Day, I was going to say Big mm-hmm. Ass Day, the, the Big Day. Horrible. <laughs> <Horrible. laughs> oh, that's terrible. The, for me, it definitely made me have to work. I had to go and Google. I was like, I'm, I'm over here on the damn bench press like, now, who is this? Knox Forge? Oh, that's Sean Mendes? You know, I was like really having to work because I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. But I do think like, I do want to know kind of like what you feel about, you know, because I think we're at an interesting place now. Like you okay. had the XXL cover that just came out and whatnot, right? <laughs> it was, you know, and then you got the freestyles that, you know, just got released too, right? Right. <laughs> so for me, I feel like I I, I hear I hear what Nassan said. Nassan said that, you know, it's some people who are going to be out here in this world who are talented as fuck and never really get their shot just because they don't have whatever that star <laughs> quality or this markability or mm-hmm. just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get that. Sometimes I understand that so much, but sometimes I just feel like people haven't even tried to like work with these people and give them a shot right. because it's like, oh, it's this uh, lesbian woman who sings about uh, love, but people really don't understand it. And she has this real sultry voice, but she's like, you know, masculine presenting. People don't know what to do with her, you know, like people always try to make excuses for things that they just haven't seen or there haven't been so many examples for. Because they don't know how to box them. Yeah. And I think, I think music is starting to lose its box more and more every day. It should. And it's, it's no one way to articulate what's going on. Like the moment, it's almost like when you, it's almost like putting on a mask, right? And I yeah. think we talked about this like kind of as a one off multiple times for conversations when it comes to like dating, right? Yeah. When you put on a mask, 
when I, you presented me this mask, this is the person I anticipate you to be. And that for a really long time, that's how the music industry worked, where they dressed you up. They made sure you looked a certain way. You did certain things. You yeah. you pulled off this this certain aesthetic because that's what that's what was not only marketable at the time to what they knew, but also like that's how they catch you. Like mm-hmm. you're going to consistently give this image, give this look. And if we want to go ahead and play it up or adjust it because you're getting older, we're going to do that. But we're going to stay in this box because that's what, now what we've given you. We've given you this title. We've we've taken you this way. So when it comes to artists now which i actually personally love and i've always said it's like they're still humans like they're yes still and like yes. at the end of the day like everything that i do now is not going to be the same thing that i'm going to do a year later two Word. years later three years Word. later two years later you know what i mean so like even with like kanye there were some projects i didn't really care for i, I did not like easy or uses whatever that one was uses is a grower not a shower you know it's a grower, I, I not a shower. But at the same time, like this man took us to, to graduation, eight oh eight and heartbreak. We mm-hmm. were late for registration. Okay, mm-hmm. we like we had we were college dropouts. We went through all these different iterations of what he was going through and his experiences and his like current life yep. that we were able to kind of grow with him. And he always presented that to us, and that's mm-hmm. why we were able to kind of take that journey with him. And I think that's what people are now starting to notice um i can't say for all artists because there are some artists that still stay in that box that was given to them and presented to them when they first signed a uh, lease when they first signed to a label mm-hmm. um but if you do consider people like the megan the stallions of the world or mm-hmm. the rico nasties of the world or like the tierra wax of the world who are giving us their like this is how i am this mm-hmm. is what i'm gonna be and yeah. then you can take it and come with me or mm-hmm. you can keep the pushing. Like and I yep. think that's I think that's where the, the transition is coming into things. Like I'm gonna accept you as the person you are growing into and either I'm gonna like it or I'm not and I'm gonna keep it pushing or I won't. But I'm gonna accept you because I know there's something there that's bigger than like your talent is bigger than whatever we're trying to present to these people. And you can also tell when people are just they are just stars. Like Cardi is just She's she's a character like she's a performer. She's she's yeah. not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say she had the craziest bars, and you know, beyond me, anybody gang listeners, but um, <laughs> like you know, I would say she's she's not the she's not my favorite rapper, but she's a she's good enough for me to listen to. But also just like her personality and then social media, yeah, which is a whole other thing. Really gives you a big difference on how you have an outlook on people, and that's also what comes into those who are getting focused on that don't really have the talent, but they just have the follow. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Like, oh, I have a million such odd followers. I have a million such odd followers, um, and I want to dabble into it. And since I made this one really like catchy song that's like popping off on TikTok, I'm gonna go ahead and like go ahead and just ride with it and run with it, and that's mm-hmm. just how it's gonna work. Um, but ultimately, I think with me, like you just you can't be biased. Like you just have to look for those people. And real quick jump to what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I like to do is follow the production and the songwriters now. Mm. Which, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say so. The girl who helped with like no guidance, I think she helped with be careful of me. She's like twenty one. Oh, you talking about the the song? Yeah, yeah, like the songwriter for the. Oh, uh, was like, it? Uh, was her name Najee? Amasia. She says it's pronounced like amnesia. Um, amnesia. No, amnesia. Like oh, her name is amnesia. I got, 
I believe it's pronounced amnesia. Oh, I thought you were saying like it's like amnesia, not like. No, I, I think that's what she's. I believe that's what she said to Megan Thee Stallion. Anyway, I watched way too many people's lives. But no, 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 no. <laughs> but no, I, what did you think of that video? What video? No guidance. Okay, hear me out, right? Hear me, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hurting you. I love Chris, which might be problematic at this point in my life. Yeah, um, I, I love Drake, which also might be problematic at my life. To some. Um, and I, I actually love their, like, I love this beginning I've been asking for since I was, like, 16. But um, I feel like the end was cute, but I feel like they could have done more. Mm. Also, I feel like people got real lazy on music videos because we don't have, like, TRL. Yeah, it's, it's not a place. To, yeah, music like, videos. Yeah, so when you see it, like some people put effort into it, and then I think they really just pulled up on a garage and told people to come through dressed in black or red, and was like, "All right, I Chris did. gonna do the dance thing. You're gonna do the cool guy who really ain't cool thing. Yeah, and then they gonna do this funny thing at the end, and yeah. that's just kind of how it happened. I don't, I didn't really Quick care treatment. for the treatment. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I did want it to obviously be some girl that they were interested in. I'm proud of uh, their selection for the most part because I've seen the girls they usually choose. And um, I, yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought the end was funny. The end was funny. I thought the video, I do, I am not a uh, avid uh, Chris Brown fan. Um, but it's, it, I guess it's the, the, um, the man in me, the like, the fact that I like keep up with news. Because everybody yeah. else always say stuff like, you know, he he a changed person, this, that, and the third. I was like, y'all ain't keeping up with the stories enough for I, me. I don't know about all that. He's like, I don't yeah, know like, about nigga being changed. He might he might not be doing certain flagrant things, but, but changed. He he has moved he has moved out the he has possibly moved out the uh the wife beater. You know, he possibly threw away his wife beaters. But I can't say that the man has done all the work to do the damn thing because even when it comes to him not he still doesn't go to therapy he still doesn't do all these things he put out a whole like little you know they remember a little, little special little documentary or something that he had did and the whole time I was watching it I was sitting there thinking like bro you need help like you still need to go and like unpack some shit like even sitting here hearing your moms like even your mom's talking about part of your story it's like you really went through a lot in that situation you are you are a child star you were a child yeah. star, regardless if you were 16 or 12 or how old when you first started. You got into the business very fucking young and yeah. you thought you were going to like I think about um, I don't know if you've seen Aziz Ansari's uh, comedy special. He's not my favorite comedian, but I hear you. No, I get it. Uh, <laughs> I definitely got uh, became more of a fan of him uh, after like around like Master of None or whatever. And that's what made me go mm -hmm. back and listen to some of his work. And he went through that whole little situation with, you know, this being it's very strange, you know, kind of like I wouldn't they I don't think they called it like I guess kind of like sexual misconduct. I don't think they call it assault, but like a sexual misconduct type of situation. And that literally mm -hmm. made him go dark. He went under everybody who kind of consumed it because it went came through a very strange I don't think it was Jezebel, but some strange publication where the ones who kind of broke the story, who the uh person went through. Mm -hmm. and just described a very interesting thing and so he went down and felt like you know because he kind of got lumped into all the me too things like oh Aziz Ansari is one of the motherfuckers too he just is yeah. bad and this that and the third and a lot of people I feel like a lot of smart people were saying like okay he ain't rape her <laughs> she's not she's not even saying that that's what happened 
And what she's describing is something that we need to talk about because what his behavior was and what her choices were happen way more often than then we yeah than what people want to talk about like yes yes people uh rape culture and all these different things are related to but their experience because it was literally like this kind of cat and mouse type of situation within her story she admittedly said that she did sexual acts to him but she it, it was so many different moments where she was uncomfortable within the night and he didn't like you know he didn't he didn't accommodate those feelings he didn't address those things he kind of just found a way to kind of keep that you know keep that uh, energy going you see what i'm saying but I, I i long story short short story long in this special that he had he talked about how he ended it by saying i almost thought i wasn't gonna be able to do this again mm. i thought i almost thought that this very thing that i love to do that i feel like i'm good at i get paid to do I may not ever do again. And he seemed very like taken back by that. So seeing how the home that we know that Chris Brown came from, his background, how his quote unquote father was or was not was, whatever, and his life and how he's like reacted to his own fame and stardom. And even in that moment of how he reacted to that, it makes me have to really come come at you in a certain way. Like I'm not looking at you just on some like, oh, he done he's still been working, he's still been putting out music, so I just gotta just let that shit go. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. allow mm-hmm. or enable him to continue mm-hmm. doing any type of fuck shit. Because that is still not progressing you as a person. He's still not right. getting better as a person if he's still handling things a certain way. So I'm going to still be like, this man is talented. I'm going to consume his music from afar. I'm going to do whatever, whatever. But I can't sit here and say I'm going to be like all the way in the, you know what I'm saying, in the you Chris Brown. Yeah, like he he in the sick and shut in list right along with Kanye right now. He just been in the sick and shut in list for me a little bit longer than Kanye. So it's like certain things for me that I would have to see to publicly be like, I really enjoy this man. I think he's a talent and whatever, whatever. And that's just me. That's just me. Everybody, you know, different strokes with different folks. And I never, you know, come at people because some people can just separate. Some people can just yeah. listen to the music and keep the shit pushing. Yeah. And uh, I can do that with some things, not everything. And I'm yeah. all about people just choosing that. But I think the whole thing about videos is interesting. Uh, the fact that. Wait, it's, before you get into videos. No, yeah, say, say what you're going to say. I will say, before, because, you know, once you jump around too much. No, 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 no. I want you to lose your thought. I don't want you to lose your thought. But when I, okay, when it comes down to like artists, people. Yes, people. Who choose to do art for yes. a living. Um, I think it's really difficult dealing with their personal lives because one, everybody's gonna have an opinion anyway. Like yes. everybody has an opinion about everybody's stuff. Yes. Whether you're normal, whether you whether you're famous, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, I have an opinion. Like somebody gonna have an opinion about something. Hell yeah. My thing is is regard like going on the NZ's and sorry thing, kind of just taking it out of music really quick. I will say we always have to be super super mindful of how things are going, simply because we really don't know. Um, what's all going on back there. You know what I mean? Um, And so to an extent, I agree with you. I agree with you about the Chris Brown thing, but I also feel like when it comes to uh, Mr. Anzari, I feel like at the end of the day, like you still have to be mindful of stuff like that because it could have went a different way. A woman did do sexual acts to him before doesn't mean that she may have wanted some of those sexual acts after. And you have to be mindful of that because there are people, even in relationships, who get taken advantage of or get hurt and mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you were with him. Oh, well, 
this like you know be, you did this before so why couldn't you have and it's like that's just it doesn't make it permissible it doesn't make it excusable Hell no. and when chris brown i think i've definitely taken a step back like as much as he he was definitely my crush when i was 12 years old when he first came out he was on your screen and, poster you circled him and everything I got the little what was it the little uh, magazines that only gave you the uh, the posters of people if mm-hmm. you was in there I got it mm. <laughs> but um, with the big clothes yes absolutely <laughs> double XL triple XL um, but I like, we still have to be mindful of how things went on and I think there was a time in my life where I went dark on his music just because I was like at the end of the day I can't support that and then when her, him, Rihanna and him came out about what really happened like in full detail I'm like okay I don't know whether to fuck with both of y'all or to step away from both of y'all y'all but you're complicated Very. I don't like it but you're also people at the end of yes. the day so it's kind of like yes. I ooh, ooh, like nah yeah. so it's a, it's a it's a it's a thin, a very very thin line between how to deal with those two especially in their situation and I feel like I always felt horrible for Rihanna but she yeah. also anyway we'll get into that later yeah um I was about to say but yeah when it came to that video um I think that it was I think I don't know videos as of late like there's a few that I actually care for like Lizzo's video the tempo huh tempo Yes. yes. I thought it was cute. And then it, it had the messy flair to it, which popped out. Yeah. She, I think she bring her own green screen. Like, she put it in her purse. I like do. She, yeah, I, I think do. so. <laughs> but um, I was about to say, I think that was definitely, like, appropriate. People actually thought about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like there's just... People just get lazy after a while. And I don't know if it's because they're certain artists, but I'm tired of seeing the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. People like, usually... I feel like people really just make videos now with the purpose of being able to put something on uh, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just to be able to, to meet that requirement of, like, when you Google us, because YouTube is literally the biggest, it's the second biggest, you know, uh, search engine. So it's like, if I'm on YouTube and I put multiple things on YouTube, like if I put out a lyric video as well as a, you know, a actual yeah. visual and all that, yeah. it's only going to help me, you know, spread my shit even more. Right. And, and also, uh, you get money off of that. You get money off of that, monetizing that. Because yeah. you own you own the shit. Is is Vivo and all that. You you, you get yeah. your you get your bread, and that's gonna count into your overall streaming as well. Your streaming numbers, and um, the shit helps. Like what's the name? Uh, with um, NBA Young Boy, I think uh, I remember seeing like a. <laughs> you don't turn your nose up. Uh, I think he was uh, seen. Yeah. I think he was like the highest streamed artist like a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I said I bring I, I bring him up and and Destiny always be on some like, have you heard his music? Have you heard his music? I'm like, look, I have not. I've heard only a few things, mm-hmm. and he's just okay to me. But I will, you know, I'm not in love with him. I was about to say I w- I do have like some real like well I can't say some real southern because you're southern too. Yes. But I have like, <laughs> I have some other friends who are um, from Louisiana and they love him and I'm over here like. Mm-hmm. Why? But you know you whatever to each your sound is what you relate to, right? I'm like yeah. how I listen to E40's album. Like Chris Brown just dropped the album. I'm over here like, hello, yeah, what you say E40, like what yeah, yeah. But um, I was about to say, yeah, videos they don't. It doesn't take too too much. I mean, I have my own opinions. I think I could write a better treatment than other people. But again, yeah. me and my opinions can only yeah. go so far. And, and, <laughs> I, and I think I think the placement because just like with playlist. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a place people can go to know for a fact they're going to get a certain thing, a certain result. And I think that's what the, you know, all the video shows back in the day, not only did they serve as, you know, great space holders for some of these, you know, channels for whatever their original content or whatever content that that was not music. Right. um, But it also was just a cool thing for everybody to come around and, like, expect to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, the fact you could have MTV jams. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the fact you could have VH1 Soul where all yeah. it is is that. Like, it was no... I don't even remember. I feel like the only commercial was literally like the little dancing motherfucker before the VH1 Soul thing or or just a random <laughs> MTV Jams logo popping up. Like, it was genuinely just nonstop Dedicated. that. And yes. people would just literally leave that on. And people kind of do that with YouTube. I've seen people do that with YouTube. Like, find a, yeah. a video playlist and just let it run. So that yeah. energy, that vibe, that want for that is around in a way but not because I feel like if it, if it was if, by the people as much as those yeah because they brought TRL back and, Ooh, and who, who knows what happened with it, it, it I don't know it, if it, it still exists or not but it, they brought it back it, it's gone I think it's because it, it, went, it was gone for too long like if they were to bring 106 and Park back it may do something but Maybe. I feel like like I used to I was dedicated to recording if I could not watch it. Like, I was like, Mom, you need to clear out General Hospital so I can record this 106 and see. No, you are not overriding the the stories. You can't be overriding the stories now. (laughs) You can't be doing that. Debbie might come back alive. We can't be just missing Debbie getting woke up out of nowhere. And that was her twin sister that died. The old the older episodes has to go. Like if you watched it, it has to go. But you ain't gonna get those they don't rerun those sometimes. Like you don't get reruns of soaps because they own every day. But she, but either way, I was gonna say that I was super adamant about it because also it felt like you were a part of something. Like yes, you and we also had like you know the behind the scenes like episodes that would come yes. on. And things of that sort. So it kind of brought it brought um, a sense of like uh, what was that? What was like, that show? Like contribute contribution to it. What remember that show that was on BT? Was it All Access? I think so. I think so. It was like the making of the thing, and then yes. it showed you the video at the end. Yes, I think the last the last one I saw was Shorty Like Mine, Bow Wow and Chris Brown. <laughs> Whoa, that was the, I definitely, definitely got my got. I'm, I'm trying to put my uh, forty water voice. I definitely got my uh, my, my pelvis gyrated uh, <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? Um, At a young age, to that song for sure. That was the j- jam. You feel me? I, I definitely. Was, I feel like I was like what middle school was that middle school. I think we were it, no. We was were it middle school, school or high school? It was like right at the tip top. It was like somewhere at the tip top of high school. Something like that. Either way, I still got some dances off. That was the jam. I, I remember all the songs I got love off of. Just like I'm never I'm gonna good. forget Big Sean's ass freshman. Yes, freshman year ass. Hot as hell, Morris Brown Stadium. I'm not about to do it. With Hot you. as hell. House Party <laughs> 5, which is, they probably up to, I don't even know, they still do House Party uh, House party uh, parties every year. But it was the House Party 5 joint. You remember them? Yes, I do. House Party 5. We up in there. That was the first day I met Mommy. Shout out to Mommy. Oh, my girl. Yeah, because she was walking <laughs> with me. Uh, she was walking in front of me and Larry. He was like, oh, okay, hey, y'all, hey, y'all. Y'all going this way? Okay, cool. And waited in line with each other and everything and got up in that thing and sweated our ass off. Bruh. 
got to that song and it was just love. I, I was already on some on another song and then it just I'm it just a, and it just but and it, even then ass, ass. yes, I was gonna say even then I think that was like the end of it. It felt like an end of an era, kind of on, Hell on yeah. that. Note. Like all of a sudden, videos just weren't popular. Yes. Like people just didn't watch them as much. And then obviously, YouTube had the super surgeons. So then, of course, you had like the vivos. You had to make sure it was verified because also people put the fake videos up. Yes, that's yes. how they started making. They cracked down on that shit. Good now. Yes, I was about to say, but being able to, I must say, I, th- I think at the end of the day, when it comes to videos, one. Now, I think they use it mainly to remind you of the song. Like, let me remind you of that song you were playing that you were really feeling like two, three months ago. Let me bring it back. Because what? No Gatherings came out when I was in Chicago in May. Word. Now, the video just came out. It's August. Like After the, the album. Uh, what's yeah. her name? What's her name? Um, SZA. What? She was what putting out videos at least eight months after the fact for songs right. off the album. Right. It's like, a, it's it's literally like, hey, let me remind you of this song because you liked it and then you're going to go back and listen to the album because yeah. you liked it. Like, Weekend, Weekend came out months after the album came out. First off, I'm still mad at that video. It was, <laughs> you, can't, you can't go to some... I think people... I felt like that's what it was going to happen. I was but I pissed. feel like people assumed that it was going to look... Like, like, look like cranes in the sky, but just I didn't want it to be cranes in the sky. Though. I think they thought it was gonna look like cranes in the sky, but feel like I don't know, like some juicy ass insecure scene or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they thought it was gonna be this like interesting storyline, like insecure, right? <laughs> but gonna look like cranes in the sky like just whimsical and got that little fade on fade filter i like the ambiguity of videos instead of it being as apparent as the lyrics yeah but it was it was just too left like it was just it was was too left it was too left why are you acting like a ballerina in the middle of the garage and why won't you move so i can park my car like yeah like let's what's up with these garages people be liking garage i will say on a no guidance video that i did think the little garage club thing Work. was kind of cool. I'm like, somebody might need to do this. Yeah, like, make a parking, of, make a make a nice parking complex into, you know, a club. Damn, it made yeah. me think of, uh, like, early Fast and the Furious. Yes. That's a vibe. That's what it made me think of. It made that's me think of, like, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Like, maybe that's where they got it from. Maybe they were like, think early 2000s Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting ready with they, you know. Yeah. You know. But um, I was about to say, yeah, no, I, I thought it was cool. I think Lizzo kept my attention a little more. Also, super, like I was about to say, another thing that's gotten really big is live videos. Mm. Like live performance videos. Okay, um, yeah. I was yeah. about to say, so I think that's also another thing that's played into, like, if you don't come out with a music video, a fire live video will work too. So if you're on, like, a TV show, like a late night TV show, for instance, or something like that, yeah. or... You know, if you do South by Southwest at the Fader Ford, like yep. those can also work in people's favor. For instance, I was about to say, kind of jumping back on how people complain about music nowadays. YBN Corday, have you listened to his project? I have not. First off and foremost, I do not really care for the YBN group. Okay. Okay. That's just me. 
Um, I listen to YB in the Mirror a little bit just because, like, it, it sounds a lot like out here, a lot of Bay Area-ish yeah. ex- exuding out of his music. Yeah. I don't care for Almighty, but yeah, I, don't even, I don't even know how he sound talking. He, look, he... He here to. I think he's he's he listen to his project because it don't even sound like he's from this generation. Like for real? I'm being for real. Like and that's maybe I'm gassing him up. Maybe no, that's fine. But, that's fine. But I really loved his project and he did a live performance with Anderson Pack and I saw I listened to his music before this and I think it was a, it was a song called Kung Fu. I actually put it on one of my playlists. If you that want to check that it out. that's where I heard him first. Check me out. That is a good song. That was so, he was rap. Was going in. He was going in. So take that and then take all the deliciousness of like if you put I'm trying to I wanna I wanna make sure I I put the right like seasonings together to let you like feel what I felt when I listened to Okay, yeah, yeah, season it up. Paint a picture. So like if you took Anderson Pack, right? Anderson Pack. You dropped him up in there. And I mean like how he sounds, like acoustically. Like his actual how he sounds. Go ahead and take him, drop him in there. Go ahead and take a little bit. Take a little bit of the current music. Um, who's a popular young rapper that I actually like? Not many. I'll come back to you on that one. But if you if you literally like take a little bit of jazziness, a little bit of R and B, and then you just put a lot of like early two thousands rap into mm. a, a project, mm. it tastes like it tastes like I went to go hang out with family and I hung out with the old folks. I hung out with the young folks. You know, like, I was wilding out a little bit. We had a little party after. Like, it was really just a good project. And I think a lot of people didn't... I don't know how many people paid attention to it because it was Chance's, like, big day. Yeah. But I've been... That was the project that's been holding my attention. Like, I think I I listened to it, like, three times today. Okay. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna definitely... uh, I'm gonna definitely listen to it uh, tomorrow and everything because I definitely... I be getting distracted when I play music at work, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna play music at work. I mean, um, even if you play it like when you wake up, and yeah. you just like on your way. I think yeah, it'll be. Yeah, a I'm good gonna do that. Life. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna see because it's a lot of shit just to get through. Honestly, it's a lot of shit to get through. And but his no, skits and transitions were really good too. Like, I believe that. I believe that. I, I like I like I like what I hear from him. The little that I have heard from young YBN Cordae. Yeah. Yes. Where he from? And where you hear it at, Rodney? From you. From your playlist, I feel like check it. Was, I can't remember which playlist it was, but it was definitely from your playlist. <laughs> so check me out, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely from your. That was when I was still on Apple Music, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm supporting black businesses over here. Oh. Anywho, uh, <laughs> so last question. Yes. And we can wrap it on up after this. So, tell me what your I guess your listens lately. What you feel like. Are your sleepers or it could be whatever you feel. You can answer the question and whatever. I don't even want to like steer your answer. I want you to just tell me like you just said what his. It's a lot of shit that's came out, but it's like give people, you know what I'm saying? Give send people away with a little homework. Send them with some little actions. Okay. Action plan. You know what I'm saying? Hear you, heard you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You um, know the so deep cuts. Off, not the deep cuts. Um, okay, so I think I've already plugged a couple things, but The Lost Boy is YBN Cordae's first project. I don't know if he considered it an album, but that's mm-hmm. like my top of the top, okay? Um, I was about to say, if you go ahead and listen to My Girl Chastity, again, Not My Time is the project. It's not cute. my time. 
Um, oh, Rex Life Raj. That's two X's. R E X X Life Raj in route. It's a single, but it has three songs on there. Go ahead and listen to him. He's a Bay Area artist. He's pretty fire. Um, I was about to say, if you want to listen to something a little bit out of y'all range, because I don't know how many people actually listen to him. If you want something a little more poppy, um, DeVito and Chris Brown actually came out with a song on Friday. DeVito Afrobeat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, he just came out with a song on um, on Friday called Blow My Mind with Chris Brown. It's actually really good. Um, as far as like people you may not have heard of, let me go ahead and run through it real quick because I want to make sure I get y'all on point. Um, I think those are my top listens. I will say that that's what I've really been listening to as of late. And then aside from that, oh, uh, Crimes by Gallant. Mm. Um, he's he's pretty I think people know who he is but if you don't um, if you listen to like Division and things of that sort I think you would like him okay um, I was about to say yeah I guess those are those are my cuts as of late um, I don't I don't really have too too much and then of course uh, oh Blood Orange Blood Orange's Angel's Pulse there we go Mm. And Big Crit, because a lot of people, they listen to him, but they don't listen to my boy. Yeah, okay, Crit yeah. is here, is the project. He came out with it, I think, like two weeks ago. A it's week a ago. smooth project, too. It's a solid project. And I, it's a that's smooth one project. Of those, he's, a, he's one of those, like, you pay attention, but you don't pay attention cult following types. Yes. Go ahead and do that to yourself. Go he ahead and help yourself He definitely out. is. Are you, are you uh, I guess it's not my last question. Uh, are you, I guess, are you the type that, like, Cause I I feel like I know how you're gonna answer this. Uh, okay. That's looking out or like waiting on a specific artist. You know what? No. Like, I, I knew it. I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say. It. Cause I feel like that's such a like a thing that I feel like I see all the time. It's always like a top five and most anticipated albums or people anticipating this and this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like. For me, I think I've grown to be more like you. I feel like before I was like that. But yeah. I feel like I've grown to be to not only to kind of always remind myself that not only these people are people like these artists are people. Yeah. They have lives. Shout out to my boy Kendrick Lamar who about to, you know, who's about to have a young well, I think he just had the baby, right? He like the baby's uh, here. Yeah. I think he had a baby girl. Yeah. So he just had a child, which is like I think is beautiful. I think his artistry and his level like when you put out a when you just put out good work, people don't rush you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's rushing me to put out another album. She's honestly been producing like pretty damn frequently. Even in the, even when she does space in between two years or whatever, whatever, it still feels like her presence is never gone. Same way when it comes to Kendrick too. I feel like everyone else still can speak his name. Everyone else can bring him up, and he can still give you a sprinkle of feature here, pop up on this, pop mm-hmm. up on that, and mm-hmm. keep it pushing. Because right. he, he popped up on um, what well, he had vocals on a. Uh, on the Dreamville okay. joint, oh, on yeah. a Beyonce joint, on uh, Schoolboy Q's. Uh, he has some like ad libs on Schoolboy Q's joint. So he no, definitely exactly. sprinkles. He sprinkled man. Sprink, sprinkle me, man. You know what I'm saying? Back to my E40. We back. We out to the bay, all the, to the this, town. You know what I'm saying? Really From the town all the way to Vallejo. You know? Hey, you don't like my you? Don't, you don't even. I'm working on it. I'm working on my. I'm trying to I'm trying to get it together so that way I can lie when I get to Oakland and be like I'm from Don't East Oakland and I was uh, I'm not gonna help you. look I was I went to East Oakland I used to ride the bar every day to go to uh mm, oh what's his uh what's it what's it? OSA 
OSA is okay, where I went so to school. Anyway, yeah. I'm not playing with you today. <laughs> I play I played the flute. Anywho, um <laughs> my little send it on my little send it on message to everyone. This is how I like to end my shows now. So when you hear okay. this, like it's gonna be edited in that like the instrumental for send it on is gonna be on the background oh. just to kind of like smooth it out and just get it, get everybody, just send people out. My send it on message, which is my kind of call of action uh, segment, which is I quote the great and one of my all time faves, that being D'Angelo, no last name. And what D'Angelo said when his Black Messiah album, which is a instant classic uh when that came out people were coming at him like real music is back real music is here this is just brilliant this is whatever whatever the a legend is just giving us some, a gift this that a third he shut all that shit down by saying real music has always been here mm-hmm. y'all just ain't looking for it Y'all, just ain't, y'all ain't trying, you know? And I think that's really what it is. So if you're cool with the commercial things, you're cool with that, be cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Be good with that. Can You cannot complain about what's being heard. You cannot trip about what's being heard because you have the choice not to listen to it. And you have even more of a choice now than before. Before we had to go through, uh, you know, we had to find out about new music by, you know, keeping up with blogs, keeping up with... Uh, you know, whatever music video show or whatever it is to understand what's the new things coming out. Um, but that still wouldn't even keep us on the up and up on who's next. So it's like, do your own work, do as much work as you feel like you want to do. Cause it's music. It's, 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 it should be something that you do to relax yourself. It should be something that puts you in a certain mood, turn you up, turn you down. Well, all it is, what you about to say? I was about to say, and if you need a little help, go ahead and follow me at Justin yes. I always be dropping my playlist, okay? Yes. If you want, want somebody to guide you through. Yes, yes. Follow follow Janice at Just Janice. I believe that's on IG and mm-hmm. on everything. Just Janice. Just Janice. That's J- J-U-S-T J-E-N-E-S-E. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Not Janice. Don't get it right. Get it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, that's my send it on. Y'all get to it. Y'all listen to that music. Definitely take these suggestions. Definitely listen to some great things to put you in all the vibes and things. If you don't know, now you know. You can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere podcasts are available. I'm on iHeartRadio now too. So you already can listen to it through your car. You can already do all those different things already. But you can also, if you just so happen to listen to the iHeartRadio app or whatever that is. Go ahead and play my shit too. Go ahead and subscribe on that thing as well. But you can listen to me everywhere from Apple Podcasts to Google Play and Spotify as well. Add me, add a review, let it be known that you share and you enjoyed what you heard. And if you didn't like it, let me know you didn't like it. I like all that shit. I appreciate the listen. Um, Yes, I am Rodney Perry. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast with humans simply being humans. This is Simply King. Peace. Yeah, back to where it started As long as I, as long as I'm with you